Hey, how about this uh, weather we're having, Kyle? I'm in the middle of a thunderstorm right now, Mike. So I'm excited. I didn't have to water my plants today. That's good. That's good. Now, speaking of watering plants, we're going to fertilize this investigation and really get it growing by uh, bringing our audio clip to some experts this week. Yes. Yes, we are. This week, we have um, Amanda, who works uh, in, uh, she works for public television in New York City. And we have Andrew. He's in, uh, he's in a band, so he's recorded a lot, and mm. he podcasts a lot. So he, he knows sounds. He knows sounds. Yeah, and, he's like an audio expert. And chemistry. An auditory expert. I would say he's an aural expert, yes. Excellent, excellent. I think the point of this week's episode is going to be to talk to a couple of experts to, to see what they think, whether or not it is a, a, a digital distortion or hashtag ga- gassy soundboard or um, whether or not they think that it actually could realistically be a fart. So without further ado, let's bring on our first guest, Amanda. Hello. It's an honor to be here. Thanks for having me. Welcome to our show. Yes. Thank you. Thank you for joining us. Uh, this is a very important week for us. We're, we're getting a little expert analysis from people in the field. Well, I'm, I'm happy to bring whatever professional insight I, I can to this, uh, this investigation. So let me just play you the clip just to, to kick this all off, okay? Excellent. Yeah, sure. All right. So here is the soundbite in question. Probably did not do a great job. Of hiding when it came to Westbrook. She also. All right. Well, there we go. Hmm. What do you think? I see. Fart or digital glitch? Well, upon first listen, the fart sounds are very compelling. It it is a very um, strong fart sound. But but in saying that, because it is so uh, forward on its sound, it, it would lead me to think that it didn't actually come from a, a human body. That makes sense. I, I can hear that. Yeah. It, it's very prominent. Um, yeah, my... almost a little too much so. Let's not forget here that this is actually the the final product. So it's True. been, it's levelated. Mm. It's been, it's been compressed. Uh, compressed. It's been converted from, because GarageBand, you know, saves everything as m4a and it's been converted to mp3 so it's been through the system a couple of times Hmm. so that could have uh, brought the volume up or that's that's true that's true and and when you compress the files the the higher pitch sounds do tend to come through a little stronger so that that could be what we're what we're hearing but i i still in in my expert opinion i i I think it is um, an audio glitch, as we call it in the industry. Okay, well, do you think that this audio glitch could have come from Mike's computer then? as Or Mike's... He, he I think thinks- that is entirely possible, yes. Considering he was speaking at the time, would it be more likely for his soundboard or his gassy soundboard, as he calls it, to be the culprit? I, w- I would think so. Yeah. Yeah. I think because 
his microphone was already picking up his own sound. I, I think that's the predominant noise that we're hearing coming from, from his microphone, from his voice. So I, I think it, it is very easy to connect those dots. Yeah, I think it, it, it could very well be coming from his, his, uh, his end, as it were. What if somebody was in the room with him? You think that because he has got this cute little dog, but even like the cute little dogs, I mean, they fart the most. They're and the gassiest. Dogs, so do you think that maybe his dog could have been like sitting on his lap and he just didn't own up to it? I think that's de- possible. Depending on his microphone, though, the the dog would have to be fairly close for it to pick up at that volume. But it's so a I little lap dog. So what if the dog was just sitting on the desk in front of him? It's possible. It It is certainly possible. But I, I think the mechanics of it is is questionable at best. I, I think that, that scenario is highly unlikely. What if the dog was giving him kisses as he was talking and he was holding the dog as such? Nobody can see this, but we can all see this. And the dog, he squeezed the dog too tight after feeding the dog Chipotle and caused this. Now mm. there, there is an interesting theory. And I, and I think in that case, in the way you would be holding the dog in that scenario, I think their hindquarters would be close enough to the microphone that it would in fact pick up a flatulent canine sound. Mm. So yeah, I I think that would be possible. Let's listen to this again real quick and everyone out there, close your eyes and imagine Mike petting his dog and making this noise. In a closet because he lives in a very small New York City. Well, at the time of the recording, he was in a very small New York City apartment. Also, Amanda, I'm sure is very familiar with New York apartments. So yes. imagine him in a tiny little closet in the dark, holding a dog by his face closely. Just stroking his dog stroking on, his you dog, know, yes. just real close to him, holding his dog real close and just stroking it. And then in the dark thing. alone. Exactly. Yeah. Just all right. Here we go. Close your eyes. Picture that. And then let's see if this is a plausible scenario. <laughs> she also he's enthusiastic, but, you know, you can pat your dog and, and tell a story at the same time. Does is right? he have a female dog? It is. And he was talking about a female. Perhaps the dog was getting jealous as he was stroking the dog. And, you know. It's true. No, I think you guys. The dog just, could I, be a nervous farter. You know, maybe true. the dog didn't like to be in an enclosed space. Exactly. I think, I think Mike, you're, you're overthinking this way too much, guys. I, I think that the dog just had the leftover Chipotle that he admitted to eating that night. And, you know, he was just kind of like patting it and stroking it and burping it like a baby and then it's just like but that does beg the question mike is a prolific podcaster you you would think that he he would be professional enough to know that that could be a consequence of holding a dog that close to the microphone true he has said he has had these gassy soundboard issues however maybe this is all cover for the dog yeah i think we've exposed a new angle here Mm. I am really glad that we had you on tonight, Amanda. Thank you so much for giving your expert opinion. So just to rehash this before we bring on another expert, in your expert opinion, you feel that this certainly could possibly be a audio glitch, as they call it in your industry, but you're not able to certainly rule out that it wasn't... Mike stroking or petting his dog who may or may not have eaten his leftover Chipotle and then letting it rip 
or maybe he was a nervous farter, the dog or Mike. Mm. That is that is correct. In in my professional opinion, that that is exactly uh, what I think. Uh, in light of these new potential scenarios, I, I think it is inconclusive. Thank you so much. We we, we have really to go appreciate. where the hashtag science takes us. So if it's inconclusive, it's inconclusive. Yeah. Well, well, you know what they say: when science lets you down, you have to go to hashtag the universe. Maybe the universe just made Mike's dog fart in order to give us this podcast. Yeah, I, I can I can see the uh, dog being a nervous farter. I mean, animals, you know how they get a little hyper, a little excited. That it, it makes complete sense. Yeah, I mean, it's kind of like a baby, right? Like if I hold my infant a certain way, he'll spit up or fart because he doesn't really have control over all that. I assume that dogs are the same way. So I like this theory. This theory to me makes more sense than the theory that Mike threw out about mice in Jack's computer. True. But overall, expert number one finds it inconclusive. And and that's kind of where we sit right now. All right. Well, thank you so much, expert number one. Thank you for having me. I think you guys are doing great work. Keep it up. Keep it up, and, and hopefully uh, we we crack this case or you crack this case as soon as possible because people deserve to know. Yes, they do. They really do deserve to know. They I mean, to- people are banging down the doors to get the answer to this, so thank you. And uh, I hope you have a lovely night and a happy birthday. Thank you very much. Yes. It was a pleasure, guys. All right, so we had our uh, great Amanda interview, and now uh, we're about to go talk to our next expert um, in the field of audio engineering, aural significance, and we'll see what he has to say. Yeah, I can't wait. I hear that has like many, many hours of podcast recording and listening, so he really should know what he's talking about. Yeah, I mean, uh, you know, I, I appreciate Amanda's expertise in television, but it's a visual medium. We need, we need an audio medium and somebody with expertise at that angle. Let's talk to our next guest. I have uh, with us the one, the only Andrew. Now, uh, can you uh, lay out your credentials for us? Of, of course. Thank you so much for um, uh, having me on, on the, uh, the program here. I'm very excited to um, put in my two cents here. Uh, my, a little bit about my, uh, my expertise, my background in, in audio. Um, I've been, um, an amateur recorder ever since I was in middle school, messing with four track tapes, handheld recorders, anything all the way up to many discs up in uh, college. I was the technical director and splicing together all of the ads and everything for the radio station, putting carts together, uh, did all the audio production. So I've had many years in the actual sort of background radio side after college, uh, many hours of podcasting. Uh, also recording with my crappy garage band. So we have many, many, many hours under the headphones. Um, and a little known fact, don't want this to get out necessarily. I uh, don't want my wife hear this, but uh, for many years, I have been an amateur Indiana skunk ape hunter with many hours of logged uh, audio footage, uh, professional grade in the field. So you have well, uh, extensive, extensive history with uh, audio and audio technology all the way back from the reel-to-reel age, I'm, I'm guessing. Reel-to-reel, tape splicing, you know, uh, exacto knife, 
and eyeing, eyeballing tape together, taping, literally taping tape together. No, you, you know what you're talking about. So can we refresh you by playing the clip and then getting your opinion on it? Uh, yes, of course. Of course, please. I'd love to hear it. All right. Let's cue it up. When it came to Westbrook. <laughs> she also... So what say you, Mr. Audio Expert? Digital glitch or fart? Or something else entirely? Do we know the location that the sound was recorded? In a, in a, a room, uh, a former bedroom, possibly. I don't know. It's in, a, it's in a studio. From what we understand, they're all using um, laptops mm-hmm. or desktops. Um, so it's on a desk and their butts are in the chair. You know, as you tend to do. I don't think any of them have the uh, standing desk set up. No, no, I don't think so. The microphones, I believe, were all at mouth height. Well, allegedly. Some are in uh, larger spaces. Some are in smaller spaces. There's a, there's a little known phenomenon in the recording industry. We don't like to let this one get out. But when cell phones are used in the proximity of recording, sometimes, you know, you'll get a little bit of a digital feedback from signals sent out from the cell phone oh now this is concentrated when the sound source is recorded directly above an ancient indian burial ground which i believe farted into your microphone now this is not just necessarily a technical glitch but the indian burial grounds can cross frequencies with the cell phones but this releases a frequency that people cannot hear necessarily that will cause them to lose control of their bowels this is like that michael was it the michael keaton movie where he heard voices in the tv or something ah you mean white noise that's that michael keaton movie isn't it white noise i think you're right didn't he talk to his dead wife maybe does anybody (laughs) have dead relatives that fart a lot this is we'll have to look into that we will have to, to go do our research on that maybe that's an angle we should we should also look at we have dogs to look at we have ancestors to look at yes well jack does you know jack does say that his house is haunted he has long since spoken about this so maybe maybe it wasn't mike's dog that farted maybe it was jack's ghost that farted that is something we didn't think about digital interference what if jack's ghost was angry about dean spanos well you know the Indian burial ground also somewhat makes sense because Jack also lives on a golf course, which easily which could also yeah. be like a burial ground of sorts. I'm sure they stole the land. Developers, developers just loved burying Indians. On it's terrible. That's terrible. There's a whole industry, whole little known industry that you just you you go digging and you just find all these weird things, guys. The golf industry. And the Indian burial grounds is just uh, this. You don't even want to know about it because they'll come find you. So just don't even look into it. Maybe maybe Jack's ghost is a Native American that was buried. At the golf course. Yeah. Before it was a golf course? Well, clearly. Oh, that's true. I like this theory. It's very different than... This is very... I mean, this is the first time we've actually brought spirituality into it. Or, or the universe, and we all know that I am a big fan of the universe. Hashtag. So, thank you so much for bringing this, bringing this theory up. I, yeah, I feel like yeah, we've now touched on the universe angle. We've we've broadened our scope of our investigation. Um, 
you know, it's, it's, I'm I'm willing to go there for the sake of uh, truth, even though we all know it's all about science and hashtag science. Well, okay, now we've got this great new theory that uh, it could have been a uh, audio phenomenon that was caused by either cell phone interference or a uh, or burial ground yeah. or the ghost that lives in Jack's house. Hmm, we do have to find out if people leave their cell phones by their recording equipment. Well, I have mine right in front of me, so it is a thing that people do. I haven't heard anything, however. Oh, <laughs> well, you know. Things happen. I'm a lady. All right, so uh, uh, so Andrew, your final statement on the issue is then it it could be spectral or cellular interference, and that that's kind of undetermined which it could be. Um, there, you would have to do further investigation to understand which it would be. I would assume. Yeah, so I'd have to bring out my like EMP meter really to see if there's other frequencies that could be potentially crossing with the cell phone frequencies. But uh, yes, that would have to be my general opinion: is some sort of paranormal activity crossing with cell phone frequencies? Yes. Do you have any well, thoughts on the uh, Titanic? Oh, uh, total inside job. Wow! Wow! Oh, interesting. Well, but I, well, I can't say I disagree with you. I, I think we have uh, we have found your investigator, Kyle. We have found your investigator, I believe. Well, thank you again so much, Andrew. And we will be back in touch if we have any further questions. Um, if you yes. can recommend a, 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 a psychic or a medium, if we do decide to pursue this route, maybe we will speak with them on a future episode. Or if James Cameron calls about a sequel to the Titanic um, about the origins of the conspiracy. Yes. I have so many submarine thoughts about James Cameron as well, so we'll get into that later. Oh, but thank you so much for having me on the show. I'm, I'm glad to uh, help and, and put in my uh, expertise. We're glad to have you. Thank you. All right, so there we have it. We have um, dog farts slash probably an audio glitch, and we have probably a audio glitch but caused by either a spirit or a cell phone that's uh very interesting and uh, like i these are areas i didn't think we would head down but i'm glad we uh glad we talked to these experts they really they broadened our uh broadened our horizons i think yeah they really did i just i'm i'm really glad that we spoke to them i think that they headed a brand new insight into this investigation a new a new angle for people to to look at um and i'm again you know i'm always i'm a universe girl so i'm mm, it's true always all about that seems like the investigation is going that way currently i i would have never guessed so uh so next week we uh we're going to be taking off um we're going to be doing some on the ground investigating for the future and maybe it'll show up on the podcast. Maybe it'll show up in our documentary um, where we'll be screening it in local bars around the area. Uh, we'll, we'll see how that goes. But uh, next week will be a week off for us. And then we'll be coming back. And we want we want to get your views on what is going on. And yes, all we've we have heard. Two, episodes, two planned episodes mm-hmm. left of this podcast. So if you could give us your feedback, we want to make next week, episode five, a listener feedback centric episode. So please, you know, contribute, feel free. Let us know what you think. Um, you can email us at fartgatepodcast at gmail.com. You can give us a call, 331-276-2373. We would love to hear what your th- thoughts are 
in this investigation before we wrap it up in episode six. Yes, so we'd really like to come to some culmination at that point and have real hard answers. Um, Yes. No, everybody that we talk to has a new theory or opinion that really just opens new doors. So we would love to hear from you. Yep, it 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 certainly seems that way. So uh, yeah, I guess I guess we're ready to head out for our big investigation. uh, Get the boots on the ground. uh, Meet Uh, up meet up with our friend uh, Mr. Smith, and uh, he'll take (laughs) us on a journey. All right, yeah, so thanks again, though. Um, We'll be back from Comic-Con in two weeks, and we will have a new episode then. Can't wait to hear what you guys have to say. And thank you all for being patrons, especially thank you to Maggie the Magnificent, Molly the Millennial, Tack from Tokyo, Eckhart, and Ed the Creepy Mailman. Well, I guess you're already a patron. So, um, thanks. Don't have to do that part of the spiel. (laughs) All right, guys. (laughs) Thanks. And have a great week. (laughs) Goodbye, everyone.